Episode 33, Dynamic Wit. Look at us, two weeks in a row, producing an episode. Today's episode is about loving what I actually hate, or something like that. I don't know. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Dynamic Wit Comedy Show. I hate Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's the title of this episode. I, I've never cared for her music. How does the whitest girl ever also look slightly Asian? How many albums can you write about a failed relationship before you finally get a Grammy for an album that's about how it's probably your fault? But here's the thing about people I hate. It's only a matter of time before I realize that I'm probably wrong and end up really respecting and borderline loving them. I've sat at NBA games and verbally yelled for how much I wanted Kobe Bryant to die. He was a killer for the Utah Jazz several times and he had that stupid smug look on his face all of the time. I used to want the Lakers to lose more than I wanted the Jazz to win because that rapist bastard was so good. When he won his fifth championship in 2010 in Game 7 against the Celtics, yeah, I lost sleep over it, thus pointing out what a hypocrite I am based off of my previous episode. He was a villain. But here's the thing about villains. In most any movie where there's a good villain... I love the villain. And as Kobe got to the end of his career, I started to respect him more and more because he faced a lot of hatred across the basketball world, and he just kind of kept coming back. He didn't put up with whiny teammates. He stayed with a franchise his whole career, which does not happen anymore. One time he tore his Achilles tendon, or his tendon, he tore his Achilles And he still shot two free throws and walked off the court on his own will. So when he announced that he was retiring at the end of the 2016 season, I was actually going to miss him. And the local radio station in Salt Lake was giving away free tickets to go to his last game. If you could call, if you called in and made a comment about Kobe Bryant, that would stick out. And yeah, I won. Here's what I said about Kobe Bryant on the radio station. Kobe is kind of like Heath Ledger as the Joker in Batman, where, yeah, to us, he was the villain, but his performance was so awesome that you can't help but respect it. I hated him. And then I loved him. And also, he's dead now. I went through the same thing with Tom Brady. I went through the same thing with Charles Barkley. I went through the same thing with comedian Nate Bargatze. I went through the same. I used to hate Dave Chappelle. There was even a time where I wouldn't even give Bill Burr a chance, and now those are all like three of my favorite comedians. What about on an even closer level? You know, as I've talked about before, I've served a Mormon mission in New York City. And um, while I was there, they used to do this thing called fearlessing. Essentially, you're breaking new missionaries in. You're breaking them out of their shell. You're getting rid of their fear. And the only way to do that is to throw them into the water and let them sink or swim, which is essentially exactly what they did. So usually what they do is you take missionaries who just barely get to New York. 
You drive them to the middle of the Bronx in a rough neighborhood, kick them out of the car, tell them the street contact, and then you'll pick them up in an hour. I had heard rumors about them doing this, but I was hoping it was just a rumor. Unfortunately, it was 100% real. However, in hindsight, I wouldn't change it. and it's It's a fantastic way to do things. Me and four other missionaries were flying out to New York City, and we were a little bit nervous. And we had this layover in Chicago, and we saw another missionary who was walking by himself. And he looked very sad and scared. And then we determined it was because he was actually going to serve his mission in Ukraine in 2005. It was just like, all right, have fun with that one, buddy. I hope he lived. Anyways, uh, we landed at LaGuardia. We met our mission president and some of his assistants. We got in this big 18-person van, and sure enough, that van drove us straight to the Bronx. And as we, you know, as, as we got further into the Bronx, the sun was starting to set and it started to get a little bit darker. But I also noticed that the further into the Bronx we got, that the people were starting to get darker as well. So racist. Um, We pulled up to the corner of Kingsbridge and Valentine Avenue, and that's where the church was. Didn't look like a church, so we didn't know. But they kicked us off the van and then they drove off. And what they didn't tell us is that there were other seasoned missionaries who were going to be there helping us street contact and kind of show us what to do. And, um, the nerd who came to help me had these big Coke bottle glasses and he was way more hairy than a human being should be. But he was also from my same neighborhood. We actually went to high school together. He was a senior when I was a sophomore and he told me his roommate was going to be one of the trainers for new missionaries. And there was a potential that I would probably be his roommate in my first, for the first part of my mission. And as he said those words, all I could think of is not if there's a God. If there's a God in heaven, I will never see you again. I hated him instantly. But as per usual, I was wrong. Sure enough, his roommate was my trainer, and he ended up being one of my closest friends on the mission and one of the most influential people I knew in the two years I did my missionary service. He's essentially one of my heroes. And for those of you who are listening, and and if we happen to be good friends, there's a real good chance I hated you the first time I met you. The point is this. I really don't like people. And my first judgments on people are wrong probably 90% of the time. So when I come on here and the first thing I say is that I hate Taylor Swift, I do feel that way. She annoys me. And now that she's dating Travis Kelsey, I can't even watch a football game without a bunch of stupid Swifties talking about how cool the Taylor Swift, how cool it is that Taylor Swift's at a football game. But, 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 at the same time, she's writing her own music, she's playing her own instruments, she's not sitting down looking at her phone at the football game, she's up and cheering and saying the F word during a blowout. She was going crazy on a touchdown that made the score 35 to nothing. You would have thought her boyfriend just caught the winning pass. And she makes fun of herself on Saturday Night Live, and she did it on New Girl. She might be hot, but she also might have a crooked face. I can't really tell. But when I say I hate Taylor Swift, I'm probably secretly saying that I might love Taylor Swift. <sighs> Shit. The only people who can relate to what I'm saying are the characters from Family Guy when they're talking about Barry Manilow.
Barry Manilow. What a joke. So stupid. And boring as hell. Yeah, no kidding. You couldn't pay me to go to that thing. Hey, you know what we should do? We should go, just as a goof. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, just look at all the idiots. All the dumbass Manilow fans. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got like, one good song. Yeah, I mean, Mandy is not terrible. Yeah, the opening's okay. And I guess you can't hate Copacabana. Yeah, if you're in the right mood. Daybreak is a good song. Oh, yeah. That's a good song. And I like Weekend in New England. Yeah, that's a good one. Looks like we made it. Yeah, it's not bad, right? I love Barry Manilow. Oh, my God, he's the best! I have everything he's ever recorded! Me, too! In my car! We have to go to that concert. We are going to that concert. And I'm ready to take a chance again. Ready to put my love on the line with you. Been living with nothing to show for it. You get what you get when you go for it.